Are we live? Yeah, we're live. Hello, good morning. Hi, Sophie. Hi, Claire. How are you? Good, thanks. Andy. Good. Are you excited about doing our um, Permission to Work Fibre Exchange podcast? Absolutely. Highlight. Yeah, highlight of my year so far. <laughs> Is it? There's no, <laughs> no hints of sarcasm in that at all, no? <laughs> Excellent. So it's probably worth an intro. This is the Permission to Work Fibre Exchange podcast. Well, today we're joined by Sophie Everwall and Claire. Um, just introduce you guys yourselves. I'll go first then. So I'm Sophie Ebrill, I'm the Way Leave Operations Manager at City Fibre. Hi, I'm Claire Moss. I am the Customer Delivery Senior Ethernet Manager at City Fibre. Bit of a mouthful there. Awesome. And uh, I'm Andrew Wilson. I'm Sales Director of Business Wholesale within City Fibre. So um, before we get started, I always like to do the, a little bit of a, an icebreaker with these things. So um, hopefully not going to throw too much of a curve for you. But if you were if you were um, coming out on stage, um, what would your entrance theme song be? Oh gosh. So I think because me and Claire have been working together quite a lot recently, we feel we've become a little bit of a double act. So probably something from PJ and Duncan. So what do you reckon, Claire? Let's get ready to rumble. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Absolutely. Um, we're shaking things up, so this really fits quite nicely. Um, Ant and Deck, bit of a double act, as, as Sophie has said. All right, let's let's get into it. So uh, I think for the purposes, um, you know, for the, for the listeners, um, what what is the permission to work process and how does it work? It's a question for you starting, Sophie. Yeah, so the permission to work process, we're asking the end user to sign that up front, so the point of sale. So they're signing in the capacity of the occupier and essentially getting permission for install at point of sale. Essentially, it's a simple way leave agreement. So Citify has got different template agreements and it's always got a fair view for both the operator and the grantor. So we're not trying to get any excessive rights or trying to dilute any of that down. That's still included in the permission to work form. So it still references the electronic communication code and that's there to protect both parties. So we are sharing the permission to work form in, in lieu of a plan being available. So our planning process comes later later down the line. So the end user is signing, knowing that there'll be a route um, later down the process. I guess there'll be some scenarios where the permission to work might not be able to sign up from because the end user might not have the authority to do so. It could be part of their lease agreement that actually prevents them from signing. But essentially, we're starting that permission conversation earlier, even if it does get reverted to a landlord. So again, we're, do, we're seeking that permission in tandem with the process rather than later down the line. So when is the ideal time to, to capture that form? When, when would be the perfect time for you to have a copy of that form? The ideal time is at the point of sale. So once the customer is placing an order they submit a point uh, permission to work as part of their order and that, that and that's and that then gives us uh, enough time to to take advantage of the process then exactly and i think it's it's having that conversation early with the end user so that even if they aren't able to sign they know that we do need to see that permission later down the line as well so either way the ideal option is obviously the customer can sign in the capacity of the occupier if they are unable to do so we can still pass that to their landlord and start that conversation which we've not we've, we've never kind of done that approach at city fiber before okay brilliant okay and what what do we see as the sort of main benefits of using the permission to work process it's probably one for you claire yeah absolutely um so lots of benefits um first off sophie's touched on this already it's a really simple process um, it means quicker to revenue. 
end customers get a live service much quicker than they would normally. Um, we're also seeing a reduced cancellation rate on orders going through permission to work versus those that don't. Um, it really is a win-win for everyone. And Sophie, I think you you want to build on this. Yeah, and I guess the permission to work, it, it is still a form of wire leave agreement. But I guess when we go down our more traditional BAU process, the biggest delay we see when an order does stage into wire leave is actually when it's referred to a solicitor. So when it's referred to a solicitor, there's normally an associated cost, which C65 will contribute to, but it's essentially it can be a cost incurred to the, the customer as well. And then there's that delay. So City Fiber can't hold the solicitor to a, any form of SLA. don't know if you've bought a house recently, but it can be quite frustrating to get many updates from a solicitor. So I think trying to utilise the permission to work, the benefit is we can try and prevent any need for even a landlord to go to a, a solicitor to cause that delay. And I think in all honesty, I think from my perspective, the output when a way of agreement does go under a solicitor review. There's minimal changes, if any. So there's that delay, but actually no benefit to the landlord or the customer. OK, and uh, have we got any stats to sort of support that at all, Claire? Absolutely. So far, we have 55 live circuits that have gone through the permission to work process. Um, the average cycle time on those orders is 63 days, which is simply game changing for both City Fibre and our partners. So another key benefit that I was just kind of holding holding back for this question is around cycle time, um, which is really impressive. It, um, it's worth noting that we're currently working directly with our partners on this, on permission to work, having lots of conversations around it. Um, and we want to collectively drive the adoption rate, which is currently 10%. This just shows the pot of opportunity that we can go after together and, and really transform delivery. Um, I do want to call out cycle time and acknowledge that this can fluctuate. I think it's important to note this. Um, we want to get to a point where we can provide a lead time on orders that go through permission to work. And I think the more orders that we get through that process, that will give us the data and insight that we need in order to commit to a lead time to our partners which is really, really important. So hopefully that gives an idea of current stats and, and where we're at. Yeah. And um, I mean, before we before we uh, sort of get into the why it's important for the partners themselves, it's probably worth me adding in there that um, we've got a promo on where basically every time we use the form, we're given a thousand pound kickback um, for every order where we've used the permission to work because we, we understand that, um, you know, bringing a new process into into a partner is not easy so we want to you know help encourage that and support that by by giving a little bit of financial benefit um above above and beyond the the revenue benefits that are, that are pretty obvious when you're you're halving your delivery times what what other what other things you see is important um uh, for partners um with, with initiatives like permission to work i think it's remembering it's it's the right process for the customer for the end user so like claire was saying you know less cancellations, quicker cycle time. They're the kind of things that a customer would be looking for when they're placing an order. So as we can get more predictable, especially with that lead time and, and make commitment days, I think that's where it's important for the partner to utilise it because it, it is that right customer journey for the end user. Yeah, I think I think you're right there. Customer experience for me stands out as a really obvious, well, it's a, it's a really positive byproduct. Obviously, we're getting our revenue in quicker as a supplier. Our partners are getting their revenue in quicker because they're billing their end user quicker. But I think it's it's all that overall end-to-end -end customer experience because as much as we all, you know, 
give a good service on delivering Ethernet um, because of Wayleave and because of um, you know all, all of that back and to and fro as you touched on before around solicitors. It just gives the customer a bad experience no matter which way you put it because it's very difficult to align expectations. It's very difficult to give days or, or points in time you can give updates on. So I I, I think the the massive positive here is that customers will get a they'll get what they ordered quicker and more efficiently. And I think I think we we all want that. Um, so that's good. No problem. And I think Andy, Sophie and I um, just wanted to also say that, you know, if there are any questions out there, if anyone wants any more information on permission to work, um, you know, we're both here to support our partners in getting the most out of that process. And as I said earlier, really working closely together to drive the uptake and for everyone to reap the benefits that this clearly brings. I think that brings us largely to the, to the end of, of this particular um, uh, podcast. It's been awesome having you guys on um, and I know we're doing a lot of uh, above the line uh, activity around permission to work. So my call out or my call to action to listeners is please speak to your account manager uh, or to your provisioning coordinator that you deal with on a daily basis. Um, and to find out more, if, you, if you'd like to understand the process more or if you're already using it, thank you very much. Let's, let's get that 10% adoption rate up to more like 50%. Um, and, and I think we can all benefit collectively as a, as a, as a channel ecosystem. So, yeah, big thank you to, to both of you. Um, not particularly looking forward to the PJ and Duncan piece at the beginning of this podcast <laughs> when it comes out. <laughs> but there you go. Uh, thanks again.